this is Kiki. I wanted to give you some helpful advice about starting your journey from public to private. But before I do, I would like to talk to you about uh, starting your own podcast. I am using Anchor. Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. It gives you everything you need in one place for free. That's why I'm using it, which you can use right from your phone or your computer. The creation tools allow you to record and edit your podcast so it sounds great. I think I sound great. (laughs) They'll distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard everywhere. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and many more. You can easily make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. Download the Anchor app and go to anchor.fm to get started. Thank you. Hey everyone, this is Kiki. I wanted to talk about some things that I just went through and I know everyone else is going through, which is dealing with uh, personality traits of everyone you encounter. And I mean everyone, whether they're good people, bad people, or people that just need some extra attention or very attention seeking. Uh, The traits that I'm talking about is everything from narcissistic traits down to maybe a psychopath to someone that's too nice that gives themselves away and and their energy away way too much reason this is the topic is because it's affecting a lot of people these days a lot of people are tapping into their energies a lot of people are trying to understand things and this is what i've been through For the last year or two, since the COVID hit, there have been um, people that I choose not to bring up because it's not worth getting into that type of energy. I already dropped it and it's like bringing it up and opening a wound. But I think it's beneficial for people to hear about the story. I came across a lot of groups online. Uh, Those groups... Uh, to me was to learn. It was to gain knowledge, uh, wisdom uh, for what I was going to do. I didn't want to do what they were doing. Um, Not to the fullest degree, not to take on 100% what they were doing. It was my agenda for something I was doing for debt, you know, to see if there was other ways because I had mastered it personally for myself to what I felt comfortable with. So the debt that I found out was just dealing with the contract laws and how to implement that, how to go to the agencies and talk to them. Do not make them feel uncomfortable like going to, for instance, uh, the Secretary of State or going to the SSI building and just raising hell, telling them how dare you, how could you. None of that because they're agents, they're administrators. So um, I found out by contacting myself directly. Um, It took me to get on this journey really because of I got, I would say four tickets total. And those four tickets, uh, one 
that I did not do properly by contract law standards was dragged into court. And this ticket was $10, mind you. So getting four tickets that were $10 each totaled $40. Now, I had created a contract between me and an agency um, or agencies due to the fact of what I've learned. Well, as I've done that, which is <laughs> funny because I was too much into my own head of what I've known to figure out that other people do not know these things. And so when you get hired through an agency, like you're at the municipal court building, they take in your tickets, you're thinking, oh, they know their job. They know the law. No, they don't. Most of these people are doing exactly what their protocol or what their procedures tell them to do. And so when you get around people like that, you have to be on guard. You have to double up your efforts because what happens is it was just that quick that I'm telling them, look, I'm sending in copies. The copies were sent by accident for one. Uh, it was a dealing where it could not um, go out quick enough. So when it did go out, it was by accident because we were tired. Me and my son, I was teaching him how to do it at the time and we were tired. So we got it mixed up. It ended up at the municipal court building. They're like, what the heck is this? We're like, send it back. They did not. I'm telling her what it is. She's frustrated. So she gives me like this kind of opening threat, basically saying where well, there's nothing wrong with this. Let me send it to the DA. Well, there go the contract. A lot of people fall for that. I fell for that. I'm thinking I'm innocent. There's nothing I'm doing wrong. I know what I'm doing. Go ahead. I'm acting in my sovereign rights. I'm acting in my not human capacity because a person is uh, a company and my being, my natural rights, my spiritual rights, to have a legacy, to be in private, to have my own dominion for myself, something private, my own estate. So I'm thinking that way. And I'm like, yeah, sure. Well, the next thing the cops were at the door, no questions, no call, nothing. But keep in mind, before they came to the door, I had already paid the tickets $40 in total. They didn't bother to look at that at all. So when they didn't look at the tickets being paid, they just showed up. And this is where my journey began. When they came, they immediately took me. I asked the woman, why would she do the things she's doing in a car? Because I came out naked, topless. All this, my you know close people to me knew. I explained this because I do not keep secrets. I do not... Uh, withhold the truth because to me I'm I'm doing accounting every day I'm writing this stuff down I'm also uh, videotaping everything so I found out through this incident this was not right because they end up taking my kids by me asking this question CPS come without a warrant and just take my kids out of my home and I'm like wait a minute this is a $40 total amount of a parking ticket my kids are taken uh, I am humiliated, dragged out of my house, topless. What is going on with this scene here? And of course, I've never been treated like that before that time. And I'm starting to see a very, very big flaw. Something that was very unjust in my eyes for my, not only the dignity of myself, but to see that the people so ignorant and what I was doing, they just assumed it's not right. They didn't question, they didn't call me in for questioning nothing. 
They just reacted to it. And then the cop herself made very unusual comments when she got to the door that was questionable. Now, they wanted to instantly take me through court to handle this situation. I refused because once I got to court, I've seen how it was handled. It was like a chocolate factory that dressed, that put chocolate over shit. And I'm sorry, but that's how I've seen it. And it felt like I was bamboozled. So I'm telling them I'm acting within my trust. I presented the trust. It was none of their business, honestly. But I did that in good faith because like I said, I don't feel I have anything to hide. But this is how this incident turned into me being a crusader for my own journey to say this wasn't fair. I don't know how I could be treated like this for $40 parking tickets. It went way too far and they didn't care. (laughs) So I really let go of everything. I dug my heels into my work. I read everything I possibly could. I knew that every single law for every single state, uh, the federal laws, all that is so different. And you will, it, it is practically impossible to memorize all of those things, which goes in favor of the attorneys and the other people, but not in favor of the people that have it done towards them. You can say, oh, well, it's a form of karma. Yes, it is. But it's also a form of destiny. Because that's when my whole entire life changed from that point. And I felt there was destiny. I am the type of person that needed to go through something like that because it brings out the warrior in me. And I felt when they touched my children, the warrior came out of why my children was involved. Well, you said, and this is what the cop told me, that my son, my oldest son was on SSI and that they had the right to do that. Well, That would have been fine if they'd have left it alone, but they turned around and start messing with his SSI payments. They start messing around with my financials behind my back. Of course, they're not going to tell you they're doing that, but you can clearly see it. If you was to do an audit with the court case, you can definitely see it. So that whole scenario right there, they'd have just left me alone. I'd have walked away. But it was that afterwards they issued a warrant because I said, no, I'm not going to show up, not trying to be disrespectful, but you guys disrespected me and then wanted me to comply as if I'm your slave. I'm not your slave. I believe that once you accuse me of something, if I don't have the benefit of proving it right then and there, and you didn't give me that opportunity, what are you doing? You're, You're committing a crime in so many areas. It was too many to list, but there you go. If I didn't have my own security to have this problem listened to, it wouldn't have still got listened to because of the people and their mindset. So this is the thing. Once that happened, I believe that after that, I started to go on the uh, groups on Facebook and I started learning things and picking up on things and, and connecting dots to things just by watching other people go through things that I was going through just in different ways. So when that happened, I closed everything out. I stopped dealing with people around me and I start, I studied during this time, my sister died, my aunt died, just people kept, you know, my own personal problems were getting involved, you know, and my sister really took me over the edge. I really couldn't focus as much as I was. I, I really was in a very bad place. During this time also, I was uh, getting offers for a dating life. I cut all that out. I just started playing around 
uh, trying to get out of that mood that I was in with my sister's death. I started uh, just dabbling into things. People were talking me into things. And when I seen that, you know, certain people were going down paths I didn't want to go down, I detoured uh, to another path, uh, another direction to make sure that I was not going down a path that made me uncomfortable. So a lot of people kept trying to pull me down certain paths, telling me how to do things, what to do, what was best, what looks best. And as I'm explaining all the traumas to these people and all the truth to these people, they start using those truths against me. They started to report what I was doing. They start calling behind my back. Oh, what she's doing is this. And only because the things I was doing was working. So when you get around a group of people, like they say about that saying, when you're in a boat, if they're not the captain, they'll sink the ship. And that is what I've seen for myself firsthand. I moved away from that. Then I started getting around people that had attitudes and had chips on their shoulders, uh, negative energy they was putting out and then trying to put it on my page and put it towards me. And I'm like, I don't want that. I have enough in my life. I'm quite sure you do too. Keep your energy to yourself until you learn to heal for yourself. All those things were happening at that time. I started getting backstabbed. I started to get lose my home. I started to lose my cars. And that was all because people were calling. Not to mention there was people that uh, I would see for a little bit that seen what I was doing and went behind my back and called and done some things as well. So it was weird to experience that because I was not lashing out towards anybody. I was just minding my own business. I was doing the things that I felt was right, which was trying to stay in honor, trying to stay in my integrity, trying my best to do what was right for me and my family. No, there is no victim. No victim. Everything I was doing, it could have been right or wrong. I was trying to get right. I was trying to do within the laws. I was trying to do within the regulations, the states, the federal government. I wanted to show everyone my good intentions, which is why I called them directly. I would call them. I put out notices. Whether the people knew or not, I kept on calling. Whether they cared or not, I kept on sending in the paperwork. And when I was telling people, no fear, just send out the paperwork or just call them. It was just the talk behind my back. I didn't care because I knew what I was doing was working. Then it came to me finding out that I had my exes that was going behind my back that was like, well, she don't care about this. She doesn't care about how I feel. She doesn't care about anything but her stupid little project. And so they started doing things. And it was just felt like the whole world at one point was trying to just sit on my shoulders. So what I did was I just took the, sh the whole world and tossed it off my shoulders. I went within, I started meditating. I started talking to my kids more. And at this time I'm homeschooling. I'm letting them know, hey, you know what? Let me teach you people's behavior patterns, their traits um, that led me down the path of going, look what mom's going through. Look what can help benefit you for the future so that if someone comes after you, you know how to uh, guard yourself properly. You know what to do. So as I'm training them to run a business, as I'm training them to learn their math, their cooking, their cleaning, their growing, all that, people are getting jealous for some reason. And I, I don't know if it was just strictly jealousy or a multitude of emotions just bottled up or just ready to take it out on the next person. Who knows? But I was the target. 
And so I'm a homeschool mother, which is hard. I'm a business operator, which is hard. I am the uh, voice of reason, which is hard. The therapist, the uh, transportation, the, the, the hustler to try to go, oh, we don't have food on the table. Let's do DoorDash, you know, or we don't have this. Let's get creative. Let's find a new way. Oh, we need this. Okay, mom needs to document all her accounts and all her things, her events that are happening. So all this time I'm keeping as much records as I possibly can. You know, I'm writing everything down. I'm recording everything. I'm doing my podcast. I'm I'm recording videos. I'm letting people know uh, about the website. I'm trying to help them out as well as help myself. Now, all this started to take a toll and people start seeing that. There start, there's people in the background rubbing their heads together and their little evil diabolical laugh going, yeah, this is going to catch up with her. We'll get her one day. And some people couldn't wait and just start sticking the, st- the sword in as deep as they could. And I ignored it. And then it came where I became um, uh, homeless. Well, I wouldn't say homeless, but where I was evicted due to the fact that people were calling in saying, oh, she's running a business out of her apartment. And I just got into that apartment because I divorced, or so I thought I went through a divorce with my husband. I'm sending out the paperwork, realizing he never signed it, of course. Um, I don't know what, I don't even want to go down that path about the details of that. But when I ended up uh, evicted, I ended up with my ex-husband. A lot of people wanted to know where I went. Of course, I did not keep that quiet. Um, I, I, I kept the fact of I got evicted. And I know for a fact because they told me that people were calling in. And then not only that, the apartment complex was already um, taking things like the money and saying, oh, no, I didn't. We didn't take the money, but the accounting didn't add up. And so I sent it into the agencies. They agreed and things happened. So when that happened and all those things was going on, I started to look around in my circle and go, so there's people close to me that are calling on me that are telling people that I'm, you know, uh, to apartment complex only because they were sending me things. You know, I wanted to do the barter program. People were like, oh, you can't barter. Oh, you can't do this. Oh, you can't do that. Well, a lot of people can afford their services and they can only give what they can. And I accepted that because I'm not trying to uh, just take people's money. My goal was to actually help and dig my heels in. When I do something, I am, I, I, I am anal. That is the best word about it. I clean the whole entire thing, organize it. I make sure that everything is correct. I do not leave anything out. I love to be thorough. It makes me feel great. But the problem comes when you're like that around people that are not overachievers or people that do not do things the way you do it. They become vengeful or spiteful and they cover it up, of course. But the the saddest part is when I got here, I started to realize things uh, with my ex that I was like, okay, now I'm on guard with him. Now I started to treat him like, what part did you have in this? And the saddest part about it is I kept getting, oh no, I I had no part. I didn't do anything. There was nothing wrong. Okay. So I had to believe it because I couldn't prove it at the time. You know, I I could not say he did or he didn't. Then I found out that uh, someone gave away my social. 
to the apartment complex. The apartment complex changed the contract, which is illegal to do. When you open that contract in the name and EIN number because they accepted a trust and I have the document and paperwork to send that in, I sent it in to show them this was open with a trust. How did they change the contract to my social? That's illegal. You cannot do that. So when I did that and sent it in, I got it off the first time where it it switched and then it went right back. And I'm like, huh, I'm wondering who is doing this? Who's working behind the scenes to make sure this stays the way it stays? So I ended up staying longer than I wanted to because I'm fighting credit problems. I'm fighting the apartment. I'm fighting that my cars got taken. Not one, but both of them got taken. They wanted to make sure I didn't have any transportation with me and my kids. So I'm fighting, got that back, thanks to uh, one of the members and friend at the time that helped. But I also remember uh, the feelings I was getting like, I can't trust anyone. I felt in a corner, I felt alone. And then everyone started just back to back getting more and more upset with me. And I'm trying to find out who I can trust. I'm hearing things coming out, what people have said. I'm trying to ignore it because again, I am hopped up on, I need this knowledge. I want to do everything properly. I want to do everything correctly. I want to follow protocol. I do not have time for other people's vengeful measures and events and craziness. And they've seen that. And that pissed them off more. Because how dare you do not give me the proper attention that I'm asking for? How dare you feel like I'm a peasant to you? And that's how they took it. Because they were hell-bent to show me different. So when you go through things like that, you grow, you learn, you evolve. And with my uh, ex, he couldn't understand it. He was getting upset. And I'm like, if you were in the same situation, how would you feel? So when we, when I got here, blessings or curses, however you want to put it, um, gifts, I would call them gifts, start coming from the universe. I got my divorce. I felt my freedom. I got the paperwork. It was in my hand. Then I started looking around going, all the people that I thought was for me were against me. So I had no one. I started hearing things that broke my heart, but I had to move forward. Because this is the world we in. You can't take offense. You can't wear your heart on your sleeves. Because when I did, when I was vulnerable with my sister and I'm grieving and everyone was not there to see what I was going through and how she died, they couldn't care. You can't really care about other people's problems. But I did. So I tried to stay in that moment, but life said no. So I moved forward for the contracts. And people kept coming out going, no. Then I lost some friends during that time. I was emotional and I knew they weren't my friends. True friends will see the pain, will see the suffering. And if they step back, they will always come back forward. Say, I needed to step back. I need you to have that growth. I needed you to have that lesson. I'm here for you now. You know, you were toxic and volatile at the time. I could not take on your type of behavior. That's love. Camera. So my son and I kept working. We kept going after the contracts. We kept dealing with more and more situations. We kept finding our peace. We kept finding a way to fight. 
until we got tired. Then everything changed when it came to uh, the Trump, the Biden ordeal, the COVID. Oh, we got our plans. They had their plans. We had our plans. It changed everything. Uh, Texas uh, started with new regulations for the public. Uh, Private was being uh, taken over. Uh, The people that were doing things in private, now the agencies started cracking down on them and their procedures. Uh, The U.S. Treasury was changing how they structure things. I'm I'm taking in every newsletter I possibly can, taking in all the alerts for each agency. I'm trying to stay on top of everything. I mean, that was impossible to grab almost every state you can, almost every alert that you can that you dealt with to help you on your journey, to try to get as many laws in your brain as possible, to try to gain as much uh, peaceful measures, how to keep your legacy and your privacy. That cannot be disturbed. There is the government. They're not in control of your life. There is your estate, your legacy, your privacy, your being. Now, when they come to you and say, oh, well, they say that they have a claim on the body. Okay, well, if that's on them, if that's what they're saying, but it does not give me any rights to what they're doing. And they don't have any rights to what I'm doing unless I am in dishonor. Unless I dishonor or I create some type of chaos, I'm staying in peace. And I choose that. And I want that. And that's what I told my kids. Well, it got even worse when they target my son. Someone close to me target my child. And that's when I was done. That's when I said, you know what? This was all the way around wrong. I had to look around and go, okay, so you came after me. You see, I did not budge. Now you target my child. Why? Why would you set up any type of way to hurt me or my children, my offsprings? Private or public, it is wrong. You have to set some boundaries somewhere, even if you have no morals. But whoever did that, they, they can't they, they can't be held accountable because they're not with integrity. They have no dignity. They have no respect for themselves or others. So I can't expect much from them. But I can say I can fight for what is right. And I always will. I love very hard and deep when I love people. And I'm very loyal and I'm very trustworthy. Now, I will say everything that will hurt your feelings in your face. But... If I feel there's a problem where you want to be hostile, you need to fight because of my opinion, because it hurt you, I'm not going to tell you in your face, but I will let you know. You will know how I feel, but I do not want to cause any problems with that. I do not want to fight over some a basic opinion that you can have your opinion and we could talk about it. I have people, family, friends, uh, acquaintances out there that feels control over another person's energy over another person's personality over another person's future their their being what in the world where is the entitlement coming from why would you feel that you can find something out about someone spread it across the world laugh about it and then come back and stand in that person's face there's no integrity in that That is nothing but negativity. 
And to find that and then want to be in that person's face after that, it's disgusting. And that's why I do not allow other people that I let out of my life back in. If you're out of my life, you're out of my life for a reason. If you come back in my life and you're telling me, hey, this is what it is, gotcha. I had people around me that could not care less what I was going through. And I still let them stay around. I still talk to them like it was nothing because I didn't hold them accountable to my energy. I didn't feel they had to be responsible for all the pain and suffering I was going through. My life was my life. My my decisions, choices was mine. It's not anybody else's. Yes, you can step in and help. That'll be nice. It'll be sweet. But I've learned to fight. And I've been that way since I was young. I've learned to be smart. I've learned that knowledge, information, gain the the future, that's power. Gain your rights. Gain your sovereignty. Know who you are. Know where your master, if you serve a master, which a lot of people do, if you serve a master, know who your master is. I don't have a master. I have a creator, a true creator. I do not have gods. I have a creator. I am interested in gods as in the knowledge of everything. I love the knowledge of everything. It's my, oh, it's my jam. If I can know everything, yes. But to know too much, yes, it gets you in trouble. But I love it. It's like, I can't even describe it. There's no words for it. It haven't been found yet. But if I could get the knowledge on things, I believe I was meant to handle it. I believe I was meant to gain it or I wouldn't be this far in it. And I'm not even far. I'm quite sure there's things that will blow my mind. But I'm still ready for it. So the thing is, is this. I came out of this happy. Lots of knowledge. I I have my babies and I don't care how old my children get. They're my babies. They're my offspring. They're mine. Well, not mine in a way of I value, I cherish their personalities, but their journey after me is theirs. And I let go. I am not going to be the hoarding mother, the helicopter mom, the person that's crazy indulgent in their kids and living through their kids. No, I gave them a choice. You can go to public school and learn the basics of everything and risk getting shot or risk being uh, subjected to programming, or you can learn to grow your food, cook your food, uh, learn how to run a business, control that business, how to gain customers, how to put up with customers, behaviorisms, spirituality. What do you choose? Do you know the patterns of money? Do you know currency? Do you know banking? Do you know finances? Do you know the United States is a corporation? Do you understand what that corporation is doing? Do you know the partnership agreement? Do you know the republic? Do you know everything you need to know to be beneficial once you step out this door and go towards that world? If you're getting a receipt from the grocery store, do you know what that receipt means? Do you know the toxic levels of the ink that's on that receipt? Just 
anything possible to benefit them in this type of dimension, world, event, whatever you want to call it. We're all here. And I want my kids just every way prepared possible because I felt my duty as a parent is to give them everything. Vitamins, which vitamins work, which uh, authentic things you could pick out the ground, what berries can you eat and which ones you can't. If you go hiking, do you know how to protect yourself if you get attacked by a bear? If a deer bite you, you know what to do. You get bit by a snake. Do you know how to deal with the poison? What type of snake bit you? Those are things to know. Do you know about a new dimension? Does it exist? Do aliens exist? Or do interdimensional beings exist? Do you welcome them? Do you not? Do you believe in the Bible? If you do, great. If you don't, let's talk about it. Those to me are the meat and potatoes of what your children should learn. You know, what's your history for your legacy, your own path? What did your family go through? What was your grandfather doing? What, what did he do for work? And was he violent? If he wasn't, was he the greatest person in the community? You know, what treaty did your family sign back in 1800s or heck in the 1950s? Who knows? Everybody else's history don't matter more or before your own history. You should learn you first. And the most simplest one for a child or your offspring. Can you comb your own hair? Do you know how to bathe? Do you offend people? Can you put on deodorant? What's your magic smell? It's simple as, do you have a favorite, I don't know, soap that you create? You could create soap yourself. And it's natural. You could create deodorant yourself. Do you know how to sell things? You know? All those things matter. And when people see me actually doing those things and carrying out those things, they hated me for it. They didn't welcome me for it. Then when I put out and started putting the books together, the little worksheets, showing them how it's done. Oh, here she go. Who does she think she is? This is sad. This is our society. But I'm not a part of that society. And my kids aren't either. We have our own private legacy. If you pick on people like that, why? What is your purpose? What entitlement do you have? What control do you need to endure or make that person endure? Or you need to push upon for what reasons? Why even deal with a person that want to live in love and light? And if there's ignorance present, just give it, give the information freely the person will give in return. Why the bullying? Why the fear? Was love already accomplished before? Was this world created before that we didn't know and pure loving light? And now that was so boring that now fear is the agenda, is the topic? We're all some my scientists experiment of crazy to see which mouse gets the most fear and what it does for the environment and for the energy for the collective what is that why allow it yes there's probably good people out there working hard to get this in order 
But it's the little, small situations like mine that creates unnecessary problems to break the beauty and the purity of light. I, I've lived a lot of darkness when I was younger, more than I needed to, and that's my feelings. But I've learned valuable lessons from them. I've learned that you can't truly enjoy the light without all the pain. And I've had a lot of pain. And I've met some people that went through exactly what I went through. And my heart goes out to all those people. But it was for a reason. And once you heal, it's the greatest feeling ever. And I'm still healing. I'm probably going to always heal. But at least I am acknowledging it. I can see it. And I want to. I'm trying. And I will keep trying until the day I pass on to the next Love yourself first. Find the problems you see in other people in yourself first. That's what I've learned. That's the best advice I can give. I'm so sorry about anything grander, but whatever you don't like in someone else is probably in you. Start there. I'm Kiki. Thank you for listening.